place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where the no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow In Sunspots Comics now How's it going? Hello, huh? You are listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 156, where we strongly recommend, but only lightly review, the best of the brand new comic books that just came out this last Wednesday, May 9th. And this particular podcast is dedicated to me mom, Sandra, hi mom, uh, my beautiful wife, Patsy, and all the strong women in our family. Thank you for your tireless dedication to the hardest job on the planet. We love you. You are the true superheroes. Thank you so very much to all you moms. I am your host and comic book advocate, Chris Latore. I hope you're doing great. I hope your family's doing well. I hope you're having a super great day. Thank you so much for joining us right here on the Sunspots Comics Podcast. It means a lot to me personally. Please do us a favor. Hit the subscribe button to our Sunspots Comics Podcast. Check us out on all of our pod, past podcasts and our giant feed that we have. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, and YouTube. All in one easy-to-find name, at Sunspots Comics. Then you'll be fully informed of all the things that are going on right here at Sunspots Comics. So let's start off with some quick thank yous and some comic book shop shout outs. First, thank you to our sponsor, Pop Up Tea. Check out popuptea.com. If you love yourself a ginormical selection of nerdy t-shirts to buy, then you are going to love popuptea.com. My goodness, their selection is vast. Also, go over to popuptea.com slash collection slash Sunspots Comics. You will see some of the comic book pop-up t-shirts that I personally selected and recommend to you. But most importantly, use the promotional code Sunspots Comics to get 25% off of any shirt order, even the clearance shirts. And you're going to love these nerdy shirts. Check them out. They have been kind enough to give us a few bucks whenever that promo code is used. So please go to popuptea.com, use the promo code Sunspots Comics, and get 25% off. Also, thank you to my friend Nick Papa George for making our amazing Sunspots Comics theme song. I love it every time I hear it. gets stuck in my brain. Please check out his band, Solution. He is a lead singer and guitarist. Go to solutionmusic.net and facebook.com slash solutionreggae for links to their music, some upcoming show dates. If you love an infusion of reggae and rock and ska or you just want to feel good when you listen to kind of some rock, you're going to love Solution. So thank you, Nick Papa George, for doing our theme song here at Sunspots Comics. Also, thank you to my son, Justin Jables Latore, for his work on our Sunspots Comics spin-off podcast. It's a called The Sunspot Scene. Sunspot Scene is my son, Jables, usually a couple of, of friends. Uh, they talk about movies, TV shows of all genres, not just comic books. And they sometimes play this goofy, hilarious little game at the very end. So you got to listen all the way through the end. Uh, Sunspot Scene episode 16 is their current episode. It's available now on the feed. They review and discuss the movie and the book Ready Player One, which I personally love and had a great time with this. You'll have some chuckles. Check it out. If you subscribe to the Sunspots Comics podcast, you will already get it. But it's available on all the podcatchers on SoundCloud. And you can find out more information about those guys in our spinoff podcast. Just go to their Instagram at Sunspots Scene. So next up are some comic book shop shout-outs. I visited six comic book shops in Seattle over the weekend for my job at Aftershock Comics, and I want to say hello to the fantastic folks that I, that I met there. 
and give their amazing comic book shop some shout-outs, basically. So there were six of them, so here we go. Number one, hello to Amy at Subspace Comics in Linwood, Linwood Washington. Thank you for your very visible support of Aftershock Comics. Uh, you guys give a just have a ton of indie comics on your largest of all your comic book display walls, which is just says a lot about your love and support for indie comics. Uh, by the way, thank you, Amy, for my copy of Barrier Issue 2. It was hard to get, and you came through and had an issue for me. So thank you and hello to Amy at Subspace Comics in Linwood, Washington. Next up, number two. Hello there, Russ at Mill, Greek, Mill Geek Comics in Bothell, Washington. This dude is an aficionado of all things comic books. He's an absolute rare gem in the industry. Um, thank you, my friend. It was We just had the most lovely conversation that I will always look back fondly upon. Uh, thank you for my little gift of the Cthulhu reaction action figures. I love them. Uh, thank you, Russ. And Russ is the very epitome of, of a comic book advocate. Yeah, he was just, if you want a great comic book recommendation, see Russ at Mill Geek Comics. Um, it was a pleasure meeting you, Russ. Thank you so much for your time and your support of Aftershock Comics. Check out Mill Geek Comics in Bothell, Washington. Uh, greetings to Brett and Kenshi at Arcane Comics in Shoreline. They are huge advocates of indie comics. They carry a ton of indie and Aftershock. It's like 80% of the store. It really is, uh, which I personally appreciate. That's what I gravitate a lot to nowadays. Um, they also have a ton of just hard-to-find comics. Uh, if you're looking for a hard-to-find comic and you're in the Washington area, go to Shoreline, go to Arcane, and see Brett and Kenshi. Man. Uh, and also, thank you, Brett, Kenshi, for your for your fantastic directions around the area of Seattle and also how to get to the ferry. Uh, oh, and your recommendation of the restaurant Anthony's. The food was fantastic. The clam chowder, you're right, was out of this world. But uh, thank you, Brett and Kenshi at Arcane Comics in Shoreline. Uh, next up is Shane. Hey, Shane, at the Comics Keep. They have over 400 pull list members. That is respectable. I mean, wow. Most stores have, you know, a couple of hundred. To have 400 says a lot about your store. You guys sell a bunch of Aftershock comics. We really appreciate that. And just a ton of com comics all together. Just huge supporters of all things comic books. So thank you, Shane. Nice to meet you at the Comics Keep. Check them out also in the Silverdale area of Washington. Also, hello to Damien at Stargazer Comics in Tacoma, Washington. What a cool comic book shop they have. It's in just this very cool area of Tacoma. Lots of ton, ton of like mom and pop shops all over on their street. They were having this kind of like wine fest where people were walking business to business and having a, a sample of different kinds of wines that the comp, the store owners would recommend, and Stargazers was involved in that. It was pretty cool. Um, but man, they I tell you, it was also cool meeting uh, one of their, their number one customer, Ian. want to say hello and shout out to Ian. He's uh, Stargazer Comics, number one customer. He has a gigantic pull list, I guess, of a ton of comics. He's also a huge reader of Aftershock. And he knows them very well. It was cool to talk Aftershock inside Aftershock Comics with Ian. Uh, but it was a pleasure to meet you both, uh, Damien and, and Ian, over at Stargazer Comics in Tacoma. Thanks, guys. Fantastic shop there. And last, but very, but not least at all, hello to Ganny, Alex, and, and Kara at Golden Age Collectibles. They're in Pike's Place, the Pike, Pike Place Market in downtown Seattle. They've been a comic book shop since 1961, so that makes them the oldest shop in the United States. Very cool. They're right in the heart of that Pike Place Market in downtown Seattle. You literally have to go through a bunch of shops down into the sort of, they have like a 
like a three-story indoor mall inside the heart of Pike Place Market, and they're right in there. And I just wanted to give them a huge shout-out and hello. They have a ton of unique, nerdy selections just of all kinds, very just diverse selection in Golden Age comics and collectibles. Fantastic stuff. If you go to downtown Seattle and you go to Pike Place, you have to visit Golden Age Collectibles. I mean, it's just a wonderful spot. But anyway... Thank you to everyone that I met. Thank you uh, for for all of your support of Aftershock Comics and just being just fun and wonderful comic book people that I got to meet. It really made uh, our trip fantastic. Uh, but please, you, the listener, support your local comic book shops and stop by a physical store. And if you're in the Washington area, go to those particular shops. Tell them that Chris from Aftershock Comics on the Sunspots Comics podcast told you about them. They are fantastic stores. So I wanted to give a hello and a shout out to those wonderful comic book shops. So now let's jump right into the Sunspots Comics podcast, starting out with some stuff that's been uh, floating up inside of my nerd brain. The first thing that's been floating around my nerd brain is, it's just lodged so deeply in my nerd lobes, is Deadpool 2. Yes, Deadpool 2 is released in theaters in four days. I can't believe it's four days. That's May 18th. Uh, I've already got my tickets. Go get your tickets. Uh, one thing that I wanted to kind of mention uh, is I totally cracked up at the Celine Dion video featuring our Merc with the Mouth that we love. And now... I guess part-time ballerina with some serious dancing skills. Uh, go look at this thing. Search Deadpool Celine Dion. It's hilarious. Uh, see it now. You'll have a chuckle or three. I, I I strongly recommend it if you want to have a good laugh. I am actually waiting to watch all of the Deadpool marketing blitz until after I've seen the movie. But this one thing I couldn't avoid, and I was so happy I didn't. <laughs> There's a ton of things I know in the Deadpool marketing blitz. I just don't want to look at it until after. Just consider those like bonus little nuggets after I've seen the movie. Because there are little sort of flashes of things that happen in the movie. Which give you uh, kind of the the video example of what's happening in the film. So, uh, But anyway, go check out the Celine Dion video with Deadpool. It's crazy stuff. It's hilarious. Um, but get your tickets now. I've got mine. I'm ready to go. It's going to be a comic book nerdy funny flick. I just know it. Uh, I can't wait to see it and have some laughs. So, Deadpool 2, coming soon, May 18th, four days from now. It's, it's crazy. I can't wait. Another thing that's stuck inside my nerd brain pretty good is Comic-Con Revolution in Ontario. It's this weekend, May 19th, May 20th. I went last year, and it was their first year of the convention, and it had some minor issues, mostly due to they just weren't ready for the magnitude of what a comic book convention is. But this year, I think they're going to be ready. They're twice as big. They've booked a larger portion of the venue, the same venue they used last year in Ontario. It's like the Ontario Convention Center. Uh, they've got some better guests, better booths, all lined up. I'm really pumped. I'm really excited to see how they do in their sophomore year here of a comic book convention in a small little town in Ontario, uh, California, near the Ontario airport. Um, I will be working there at the Aftershock Comics booth along with my son, and a host of the Sunspots Comics podcast, Justin Jables, will both be working the Aftershock Comics booth, so please stop by, say hello, and grab some Aftershock Comics while you visit, of course, while you're there. But we will be there. I can't wait. Comic-Con Revolution in Ontario, California, this weekend, May 19th, May 20th. If you're in the area, tickets are still available. Look up Comic-Con Revolution, and you'll get some tickets. They're affordable, too, compared to a lot of the other ginormous, huge cons. Another thing that's nerged in my, my nerd brain real good is an article from the Business Insider recently. It just says that there are plans in the works to add the Muslim superhero Miss Marvel 
into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes, a movie coming soon of Miss Marvel will be the first Muslim superhero uh, and the only the second female lead character in the Marvel Cinematic U Universe. So Kevin Feige told the BBC that Miss Marvel could be introduced after the Captain Marvel movie, which is coming out very soon, March 6th of 2019, starring Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. And we got a little taste of what Captain Marvel's about, so this is great, leading into Miss Marvel. So this is what happens in Avengers Infinity War. Spoiler, it's been a few weeks, I know, but just in case, Avengers Infinity War, spoiler, in five, four, three, two, one. There is an end credit scene where Nick Fury takes out his fancy shield pager. <laughs> I haven't seen a page. It looks like a Motorola pager like I used to have in the late 80s. Uh, sending a message to Captain Marvel to help save the day. That's There you go. That's the end spoiler there. But that's leading into the March 6, 2019 Captain Marvel movie starring Brie Larson. And then maybe we'll get an end credit scene or some sort of introduction to Miss Marvel. So I can't wait. Uh, I can't wait for the Captain Marvel movie. Again, it's going to be the first uh, female-centered main character of a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. I can't wait. But also to now add uh, just another little cherry on top that we're going to be in some way, either after that movie or during that movie or end credits or something, introduced to Miss Marvel, who is in the works to being a Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. Thank you, Kev Feige. We appreciate it. Bring it on, Marvel. We're ready. We're ready for some more. <laughs> and the last thing that's floating around in my nerd brain is that I'm actually making my own comic book called Zombie Destroyers. Yes. I've been wanting to make a comic book since I was a little kid, and I've been doing it for, I don't know, about a year or so, seems longer. Uh, I'm doing the writing, the lettering, the inking, and a good friend of mine, Jordan, is doing his fantastic art for it. It's, his name is Jordan Hudson. Please follow him on Instagram. Check out his art and see what get a taste of what my comic book, Zombie Destroyers, looks like. He is at Skablad, S-K-A-B-L-A-D-D. Thank you, Jordan, for your wonderful art. And just to give you a quick Zombie Destroyers update, we are working on the last two pages of Zombie Destroyers, issue number one, and they look fantastic. We are having some fun kind of playing around with a 2.0 design of Betsy, which is the Zombie Destroyers family trusted vehicle. It's getting kind of a proper little zombie fitting is all I'll tell you, but that's where we are in Zombie Destroyers issue number one, hopefully coming out very soon, and I'll be doing a marketing campaign and everything for it. Uh, you'll hear more about it. If you'd like to see what it looks like, because that's very important, go to sunspotscomics.com just click on zombie destroyers and there are six sample pages we got the cover we got pages one through four and this crazy picture of jordan's dad cosplaying at rose city comic-con as zombie destroyers father and mentor bruce that i created for the comic it's crazy it's very cool it's so humbling to see someone's already cosplayed as a character that i created so go check it out sunspotscomics.com click on zombie destroyers and next up i'd like to just go with a quick mention to our segment called spotlighting a few weeks ago, I posted a spotlighting interview with comic book artist and movie director Troy Nixie. I'm super proud of it. Check it out. It's on the podcast feed. He is an artist of a comic book I'm loving through Dark Horse called Vinegar Teeth. Uh, the issues one through four are done. The miniseries is complete. They were top picks of the week on the list. So go check it out. His art is inspiring. He also directed an actual movie written by Guillermo del Toro called Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. It's a super crazy good monster fun movie, by the way. And I'm not a big fan of horror, but I loved it. Check out Troy Nixie. His social media is at Troy Nixie. I'm really proud, humbled by the interview. It was an absolute highlight of my nerd career. 
Thank you again, Troy, by the way. But check out Spotlighting on our past feed. We got a ton of interviews with a lot of people trying to break into the business or already in the comic book business. They were nice enough to come here on the podcast and sit down and have a nice little nerdy chit-chat. So if you yourself are trying to break in or you'd like to sit down and have a little talk with me, just send me a piece of your review work to chris at sunspotscomics.com. That's my email. Of course, message me on all the social media at sunspotscomics. But ultimately, we want to do what we can here to help and support comic book creators like me, I'm trying to be one, and just kind of tell the listeners about their comic books that they're working on so that you can go and buy them. Buy them. So we're trying to do our little part to help. So that's called spotlighting. So now on to the main course, the centerpiece, the sweet spot of the Sunspots Comics podcast, which is my comic book reviews and recommendations where I share with you my favorite new comic books that I re- recommend to you that just came out just this last new comic book day, Wednesday, May 9th. And of course, just in case, super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alert but really don't worry i'm just ultimately trying to inspire you to buy these comics i'm not going to spoil them i don't discuss the last few pages i leave them alone and i only cover some of the interesting moments that are in a comic book and we all know there's a lot of interesting moments in comic books but just in case you've been super duper light semi-spoiler-ish alerted also to catch up to see what's all going on in the sunspots comics universe just Go over to sunspotscomics.com. It doesn't take you very long. It's not a crazy website. You can even click on the pull list and see all of the just updated 120, 112 titles I'm actually reading, which is crazy. Um, I update it every single week. It's small. It's compact. It's easy and breezy to go through. It's sunspotscomics.com. Check it out. I'm super proud of it. And you'll see some updates that I'm loading this evening. Again, go to sunspotscomics.com. Check it out. So now let's talk about the art winners. Every single week, I pick my personal favorites of the of all the comic books that I read, which I believe to be my favorite comic book cover art and my favorite comic book artist in general. So here we go. This week's art winners, actually there's winners, it is on the same comic. It's Carl Derschel and Misasic for Isola, issue number two from Image Comics. Follow them at Carl Kershel, K-A-R-L. Uh, it's Kershaw, sorry, K-E-R-S-C-H-L, and at M-S-A-S-S-Y-K. That's the two of them. Go follow them. They're fantastic artists. Uh, but it's for Isola, issue number two from Image Comics. I mean, it's just, it's gorgeous. Let's start with the cover. The cover itself is something absolutely that you don't see very often in comics. It's this stunning, amazing blue tiger with these light blue stripes in this fierce pose, like pose with this like white Lord of the Rings map in the background. So that white contrast with this dark blue tiger and its light blue stripes just really adds a ton of contrast. It really makes this blue tiger jump right out at you, (laughs) Uh, back up a little. Um, But (laughs) it's just absolutely stunning and wonderful. And going into the now the meat of the art, uh, Carl Kershaw and Miss Asik, Miss Asik maybe, the, the lines that they have have this kind of animated anime feel to it. I'm not a, a ginormous fan of anime and manga. I'm trying to break into it. It's tough sometimes. There's a lot of manga. But they have that sort of animated, cartoony, anime feel and style. I really adore it. The use of color is amazing. It's the, some of the best coloring in the biz. You have to look at it. Um, there's even this like vision sequence where a queen tiger... Um, is having his vision, and it's all done in pink and different sort of shades of pink, which is really weird, really odd, and gives you this definite otherworldly kind of feeling going on. I love it. I absolutely love that. They don't use a lot of blurring tooling for dimensions, but when they do, 
it's it really adds an extra layer of amazing detail and everything in most of the frames is very hyper focused so I just find myself kind of lingering on every page <laughs> for a little while so it takes me a little longer to read Isola because I just get lost in the art and I love when that happens because uh, it's very important in comics to kind of really enjoy the art, in my opinion. Uh, the use of symbols and this weird foreign language that they, they use from time to time, it, it feels really real. Like they've done their homework and, you know, studied sort of language and art and, and symbols. And they've made their own sort of unique, amazing structure. So I love that. It adds this realism feeling to it. And by the way, some of the... I'm looking at a jungle scene right now with the tiger... Is there with this this older Asian wise man, and it's just stunning. All the colors of the rainbow are in this, but it's stunning, fantastic art. Go check out Isola from Image. Thank you, Carl Kershaw and Miss SEK for your lovely art. Uh, I thought issue number one was a top pick and an art winner, and now issue number two is a top pick and an art winner. So, you guys are on a fantastic roll here, on a fantastic start to a brand new comic. Um, so easily the art winner and cover artist winner Isola issue number two go look at it my goodness stunning fantastic and the breakdown uh, this week I read 18 comic books so a big week of comics and only four of them made it to the great ones recommendation list that's right it's not easy making the top pick list here it's it's got to be great or I'm not telling you about it uh, and new number ones, there were actually two this week, but only one of them made it to the top pick list, which I will announce here very shortly and tell you what that is. But anyway, let's get into my top comic book recommendations. This is the great ones list, folks, of the new comic books that just came out for New Comic Book Day last Wednesday, May 9th. I recommend you buy these right now at your local comic book shop today. So now on to my top comic book recommendations of the week. So there were four. So coming in. At number four is from Image Comics, Oblivion Song, issue number three. And this is written by Mr. Walking Dead, Robert Kirkman, Mr. Invincible, and fantastic art from Lorenzi De Felici. I know that part of the reason that Robert Kirkman waited so long to release Oblivion Song was to have Lorenzi De Felici as an artist. And you could see it was worth the wait. My goodness, fantastic art here. But I love the hero feeling. Ultimately, that is at its core right here. You're getting this hero feeling. The main character, I want to say his name is Nathan. He is just sacrificing himself. Yes, it is Nathan. I guessed right. And I'm bad with names. He's absolutely sacrificing himself to go into this weird Oblivion Song alien bubble that is kind of another dimension, but sort of the gateway to the dimension is sort of on Earth, and they kind of leave it alone which is crazy in itself conceptually, but I love that. But he is sacrificing himself. He is sacrificing his body, his limbs, his very health, going into this strange this strange oblivion song bubble of this alien world that's kind of trapped on Earth to find his brother. And that's what this is, this is really centered on in this particular issue, number three. This has been a top pick before. When it first came out, I believe number one was a top pick. But number three, just hit it hard with, he's even losing his girlfriend. There's a sequence here where him and his girlfriend are fighting over this and that he's just sacrificing everything, including his relationship with his girlfriend to save people. He has the ability to sort of phase in, save someone, phase out. But there, while these crazy like alien hordes of monsters are chasing him, but now this even has a kind of a moment that slows down where Nathan is sort of interviewing people about their experience in the oblivion to kind of make sure he's doing the right thing and i love that that he's he's just kind of a well-rounded person where he wants to make sure that maybe do these people want to be saved at all 
um, because he's had some he's met some people inside of the Oblivion song that sort of seem hesitant to leave like they're kind of used to it they've been there for 10 years but but this this person that he interviews that he pulled out of the Oblivion song says without a shadow of a doubt no no matter what it is everyone needs to get out of there the place is a living nightmare with uh, aliens that are constantly trying to eat you and murder you so this kind of takes like PTSD to a sort of a different level and you kind of that's what I it's kind of introduced here and I think that's a neat concept that Robert Kirkman came up with so I'm I'm very much into this I am all on board get oblivion song it's on issue number three we're gonna get a monthly on-time issue all the way through issue number 13 because that's what Robert Kirkman wrote in the back uh, letter of an oblivion song issue number one so check it out it's really super good it's a twist on the sci-fi genre Got some interesting concepts here, and it's Robert Kirkman with wonderful art by Lorenzi De Felici. Check it out. But here we go. We're already on to our top three. Short countdown. So here we go. Now, these are the top three of the best new comic books that came out this week. So here we go. Coming in at number three. This is our artist winner, our cover artist winner of the week, Isola issue number two. And this is, again, written by Brendan Fletcher, Carl Kerschel, who's also doing the art, is uh, given co-credit for writing. And art by Carl Kerschel and Miss S-E-K. I guess it's M-S-A-S-S-Y-K. Reach out to me, Miss Asik. Please tell me how to pronounce your name properly. <laughs> but uh, anyway, this is lovely. Art winner, cover art winner, easily. And this is our queen who is somehow sort of transformed into this blue tiger, the one on the cover. And she's just kind of losing her strength. This is like this long road. She has a sort of bodyguard that's that's... Someone that was that was chosen, we think. We don't know. It's still kind of a nice little mystery there. That is her primary caretaker and bodyguard. But this, where they're going or where they're hiding or what's actually happening or why they're traveling through the land is kind of taking their toll, taking its toll on both of them. They're exhausted. They need food. They need supplies. So it's just a, it's just a nice little segue where the guard kind of leaves uh, our queen tiger alone for a bit to search for supplies. And while she's gone, the Queen Tiger is met by this odd, uh, wise wizard. And, um, and they, honestly, the tiger, by, without saying too much, trusts this strange wise man all right off the bat. So there, so you kind of get this wonderful feeling of they know each other, but it's just very, this story is very kind of mysterious and, you, and they're, they're taking their time kind of laying this story out, which I really, really love. Um, but the Queen... Uh, she, this, this guardian is looking for supplies, runs into this, who she believes is a friendly deserter guard, also kind of a fellow companion there in the guardship of this strange Lord of the Rings kind of fantasy world and, uh, get some supplies, but things are not what they seem in this world. Yes. And then they're met by some crazy humongous wolves that are just nuts. And, uh, uh oh, how's that going to go? But <laughs> nothing is as it seems so far. There's been some great twists in this very interesting fantasy adventure tale. I love this. And again, some of the best art I've seen in a super long time. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Get Isola. It's only on issue number two. Number one just came out last month. It might be a little tricky to get number one. It's already going into second printing. So get Isola now at your local comic book shops. It is phenomenal. Wonderful stuff. I told a friend uh just recently uh hugo to go pick that up because he was at a comic book shop which i visited a long time ago it was sold out completely gone he could not get isola so find it get it isola wonderful wonderful fantastic again it's our art and cover winner of the week and coming in at number two 
is uh, from Image Comics. It is Barrier, issue number one. And this is written by Brian K. Vaughn and fantastic art from Marcos Martin. My goodness. I was lucky enough to go to Earth 2 Comics and Sherman Oaks and have Brian K. Vaughn sign this for me. Sign issue number one that came out and a few other things, by the way. Thank you, Mr. Brian K. Vaughn. But um, let me give you a quick gist of what Barrier is about. It's it's kind of two separate stories that are converging together. Uh, you have sort of an interesting take on immigration and a Mexican uh, person that is sort of trying to make his way to America. And then uh, this, his name is Oscar. And then this character, Liddy, she kind of owns a small horse ranch, but barely making ends meet and barely keeping it afloat um, because of him that's what she references that that's all that that was left from him so we don't know if that's her dad her husband what so Liddy is kind of an interesting mysterious character at this point has definitely an angry streak in her and oscar is this this man that's just like i said he's a mexican citizen trying to illegally make his way into america this seems like it's current day very hard sci-fi which i really enjoy uh and then these worlds collide the two of them sort of come together in, a, in an interesting way the art is stunning marcos martin i mean He's one of the best in the business. He did this um, Private Eye uh, book with Brian K. Vaughn, by the way. So this is like their part two, their continuation of their teamwork. They have fantastic synergy. They're a team that I hope stay together for a long time. That is Brian K. Vaughn and, and Marcos Martin. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. But um, the art is fantastically stunning. Very hyper-realistic kind of looking uh, but it has some cartoony element at various moments. A lot of the strange paneling that's done, uh, that is a signature thing of Brian K. Vaughan. But also, this is in horizontal format, which is very interesting. It, it kind of gives you a different feel. It feels more epic. I don't know, some of the panels really get a chance to kind of lay out uh, what the vision is for Marcos Martin and written by Brian K. Vaughan. So I like that. It feels like you can definitely spend some time in these panels. I definitely, again, found myself lingering looking at Marcos Martin's art here in Barrier. It's wonderful, wonderful stuff. So please check it out. Um, Barrier, issue number one. Just came out free comic book day week before last. And issue two came out just this last week. So here we go now. On to the number one. The one that's beat them all. The one we've all been waiting for. The Big Kahuna. This week's number one top comic book pick of the week is Barrier. Issue number two. That's right. It just came out. Uh, and... Surprisingly, issue number two was a better issue than number one. Number one was overly mysterious, uh, which was great, actually, in a good way. Number two pays off, gives you some things. So, again, this is barrier issue number two from Brian K. Vaughn, written, and Marcos Martin is phenomenal art. And, by the way, when issue number two came out, it's like three-fourths of an inch taller than all regular paper comics. So, it won't fit in a standard bag and board, and it won't fit into your comic book box. <sighs> That's a little frustrating. Now we have to. He really wants it to be original and stand on its own to where you can't even put it with the rest of your comics. But anyway, <laughs> I digress. This is a fantastic yet simple alien abduction story. That's all I want to tell you so far. Um, but the contrast of Liddy and Oscar is really what makes this interesting. Like I said, uh, Mexican-American Oscar, uh, small horse farmer Liddy with some issues dealing with a him in her life, whether it's her dad that's passed on or an ex-husband, you're not quite sure. It can kind of go either way at this point. But um, I have to make comment of the design of the aliens and the interiors of this alien ship are so vibrantly colored and just unique and it's like something you haven't seen before to where uh, I didn't... Uh, I want to go and 
kind of compare it to anything because it very much stands alone. It's this very unique sort of alien ship that is not, it's not like something you've seen. I like that because there's a ton of sci-fi comics going on out there. This definitely, Brian Kevon spent some time to have the ship and the aliens look very different. Uh, and communications is a big issue. Uh, Oscar doesn't actually speak a, lick, speak a, speak a single lick of English. Uh, and Liddy only speaks very bad English. <laughs> and the aliens only speak in colors. <laughs> so they're, it's like their caption bubbles uh, of speaking is just colors? So how does that, what is that? I like that. I'm intrigued to say the least. Um... But it's man, this there's this lovely sequence here where the where Oscar and Liddy finally get a chance to meet. I won't tell you where or when this happens, but it's uh yeah the the contrast between their personalities and Liddy keeps trying to tell Oscar you've got to speak some English. Come on, and he's just like um, okay, no say. But they live in the world of blue in this, and my favorite color is blue, so I love the, the way just the, the color palette of, of Barrier seems to be in all different sort of shades of blue, and then when you think it's kind of going to stay in the realm of blue, it like turns pink and red and just yellow and just orange and totally surprises you. So they definitely do a, Marcos Martin does, makes an effort to sort of go with one color palette, and then you get used to it, and then haha, boom, here's a whole bunch of other colors to just kind of shock you. But I am enjoying this absolutely. It's just such a fantastic, simple sci-fi feature. There is um, sort of uh, some stakes here involved as to this alien uh, armada here that's approaching Earth. And uh, you do get introduced to some other characters, kind of NASA people, which I love when they speak in almost completely all acronyms. <laughs> it's like, we don't really have to know what they're saying. But also, there's also a ton of this in Spanish. And there's no sort of... Uh, caption underneath that defines it or anything. You just have to kind of, and in my broken Spanglish, you, I pick up every fifth word and kind of understand what they're saying. And that is unique in a way in that you're really immersed and that there's definitely communication issues going on in all kinds of ways. But um, just another little neat aspect that Brian K. Vaughn and as to why he's one of my favorite writers of all time. But Barrier, issue number one and two. And I guess issue number three is coming out next week. So it's like, um, all five issues uh, were released in another way um, through Panel Syndicate, uh, non-digitally, or non-in paper, just digitally only, so I'm really enjoying this in paper. The paper treatment to me uh, is one I'm going to get all five. It's a mini-series of just five issues, so this is moving fast, this is going to wrap up quickly. I gotta see where this goes. Barrier, easily the number one issue of the week, the number one comic book. And like I said, Barrier number, uh, number one was issue number two, so... Fantastic! Uh, go get it. Brian K. Vaughn, Marcos Martin, Barrier. It's a wonderful science fiction alien fun. Grab it. Well, there you go. That is the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 156. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, let me lock up the vault door. There you go. Those are my new comic book re recommendations this week for New Comic Book Day, May 9th. Please walk on in yourself to a local comic book shop. Buy these four comic books immediately. Please tell them that Chris from the Sunspots Comics Podcast... The guy that works over at Aftershock Comics sent you. And uh, they may or may not know what the heck you're talking about. But I've been to a lot of comic book shops for Aftershock Comics, so you never know. They might go, oh yeah, that guy came in. <laughs> but anyway, if you have any questions, comments, maybe you want your own personal comic book recommendation, which I can do, please email me directly at chris at sunspotscomics.com. Maybe there's a comic book I, I'm missing. I should be reading. There's a lot of stuff out there. Tell me. I'd love to get a recommendation from you. And, of course, I'll give you a shout-out on a future podcast if you do such a thing. Check out our blog at blog.sunspotscomics.com. Uh, oh, by the way, do you want some free comic books? Well, all you got to do 
Listen to past Sunspots Comics podcasts to get some. There are some unclaimed Marvel digital comic book codes in past podcasts in our feed. All you gotta do is just listen to some past Sunspots Comics podcast, grab those Marvel digital codes, go to marvel.com slash redeem, and you could get a free Marvel digital comic book. There's some great ones in there, and they're still available, so go get them. Go to the past comic book feeds, uh, the past uh, Sunspots Comics podcast feeds, and go get them if you want some free comics. Sign up for our newsletter, by the way, at sunspotscomics.com slash contact. And also check out cryptidzoo.com. My buddy Julian makes these sweet augmented reality t-shirts based on cryptozoology. You just got to use this Erasma app and your smartphone to make these cryptid t-shirts, cryptozoo t-shirts come to life. It's so crazy and cool. Also use the promotional code sunspotscomics on cryptidzoo.com and you'll get 25% off your order. That's right, 25% off of any order. Just go and use Sunspots Comics promotional code on cryptidzoo.com. That's C-R-Y-P-T-I-D-Zoo.com. Also, tune in next week for issue number 157 of the Sunspots Comics podcast. I'll be reading a list of 16 brand new comic books that are coming out May 16th on Wednesday with two new number ones, so potentially 18 comics again. I hope those new number ones are amazing so I can tell you about them right here on next week's podcast. And if you want to give a little back and you want to help us here in the Sunspots Comics podcast, just go over to iTunes. Give us a few positive words and five stars. It really helps us. I'll even read your review on a future podcast. I've got one waiting for next podcast. I'll give you a shout out and personally thank you by mailing you a comic book related prize to your home just for spending a little time and saying a few positive words on iTunes and giving us five stars. Very simple, very easy, and it really helps us. A thank you. Please subscribe, listen in, tell someone about our podcast if you enjoyed it. I'd really appreciate that. Thank you ultimately for listening. I hope I made your commute, your day at work, whatever, your earbud in your ear as you're jogging, whatever, walking uh, a little better and add a little fun with some comic book recommendations. I hope you go and get them. But thank you so much for listening. So until next week, spend some time with the ones you love. Go read some comic books, then bring those two things together. Stay nerdy, my friends, and be like water. See you next week. Bye-bye. Comics now.